Hello, good morning, good evening, and good whatever time it is where you're listening from. You have just tuned in to the VPC, also known as the Broken Pieces Chronicles podcast. All about the BS, but there's no BS here. Just what once was broken spirits that are now whole spirits, picking up pieces and turning them to power each week. It's time to get ready, get set, and press play. So sit back, relax, and do whatever you do to unwind because it's conversation time, people. Let's go and let's grow because if you're going to go through it, you might as well grow through it. All right, people, we are back to the BPC, the Broken Pieces Chronicles podcast, all about the BS. And this is episode six of 2024. That's right, episode six of 2024. Last week, we talked about tap in versus tap out. And we talked about joy and how to keep it and when to tap in and when to not tap out, but how to properly tap the right person. Faith Circle, and so you can tap out for a timeout. But that's a whole nother conversation. But this week, we're going to talk about worth fighting for. I know that's a very strong statement um, when you think about worth fighting for, but you think about three things when, you, when I bring up that statement. Three things that's important. Having a who, a why, and a what. And that's that's really what it comes down to. A who, a why, and a what. So I'm going to keep this segment. It's going to be one segment that's going to cover this whole episode because as promised last month, we're getting ready to launch T and I, Chronicles of Single Dad, which would be the podcast with myself and my baby girl talking about everyday struggles in life on what it's like being a single dad. And so in the second segment, we're going to preview that and give you guys a taste of what's to come. And we're going to talk about what we talked about today just a little bit, but we really want you guys to see what's about to happen as the BPC, the Broken Pieces Chronicles podcast, begins to evolve into what it has been created to be as I am going into this most amazing season of my life. Uh, for those who know me, um, I'm getting ready to so a new venture career-wise working for the UFC company, Corporation, running one of their corporate gyms, fitness department. I'm excited. And it was part of the work fighting for it. When I tell you the fight that I went through last year and beginning this year to get to this place where God has blessed me, my faith circus blessed me to have this opportunity to do things I've never done before and to be part of a company, a brand that is just world known, worldwide, known worldwide is amazing. But anyway, let's get into... The what? It's three things I'm going to talk about that's worth fighting for. And the first thing I'll talk about is your peace. Let me tell you something. One thing I've learned the hard way, I have gotten to a place in my life where there is no price on my peace anymore. I've discounted it. I've given it away. But now that I've learned what true peace that surpasses all my natural understanding is, now I can rest in a type of peace I've never had in my life before. And the reason being is very, very simple. The reason is because 
it's nothing like having no external, let's say internal turmoil, shall I say. Because the reason you get your peace to serve internally is when you have stuff outside affecting you externally. And, and when things you can't control affect you, you're allowing something to disturb your peace. And there is, I have learned to fight no matter what it is. I'm not going to lie, a person, a job, or any situation anymore disrupt my peace. And if you're disrupting my peace, we got a problem. And I know because of my faith circle, my prayer, especially when God has given me peace to surpass all my natural understanding. If some source is disrupting my peace and it's trying to force itself into a place where it might not belong, whether it be career move, career delay, offer me a promotion so I would stay, whatever it is. I know on my force, I believe that a divine disruption would come. And I love divine, dis divine disruptions. Because it's like a security system when you miss it. So peace. Then the other thing that's worth fighting for, another what, is your joy. Now last week I was talking about, and these kind of go hand in hand. I was talking about last week the difference between happiness and joy. And how joy is internal and happiness is external. Excuse me. Science is driving me nuts. You got some bipolar weather down here in Florida. Wake up at 50 some degrees. Go to bed. Middle of day is 70 some degrees. So anyway, um, I've learned that my joy is so important. And I've also learned that my peace, my internal peace and joy go hand in hand. And if I allow anyone, anything to get in the way of that, I need to fight. Sometimes I need to fight my own mind. Because, you know, you've heard me say before, whatever man think it, so be it to him or her. And sometimes we think about things that we don't have to think about because we worry about things we cannot change. We worry about things, excuse me, sorry. <clears throat> we worry about things that we cannot control. I was talking to a few friends this weekend that was going through some stuff. And I said, look, and y'all heard me say this before. It was, it was heavy, heavily, heavy liberated, just shoulders, just weighted. I said, what's your favorite color? It's my favorite color. Let's um, say blue. Let's say blue. So what color is that wall in front of you? Most people walls, unless they painted them, it's either white, eggshell white, off white, whatever. Say it's off white. I said, turn it blue. So the person said to me, I, you know, I can't. I said, I know that. I said, so if you had a paintbrush, some blue paint in a paint tray, that would be a solution to your problem to paint that wall blue. That would be called a problem. But because you do not have paint, that is called a worry. So right now, I need you to throw all the worry stuff out because you don't have the solution to that. And then look at the things you can paint. Look at the things you have the solution to. That is called a problem. And the problem is, many of us are not fighting ourselves or the enemy of our soul or our mind or the enemy within that says you need to try to paint that wall blue when you don't have the tools to do so. And that wall doesn't have to be painted blue. It's like several days, several weeks down the road. But then the thing you can paint, metaphorically speaking, you don't because you're so worried about something that you can't even change. So that's why I'm going to fight for your joy, fight for your peace. Because if you can get that part, man, that's, that's a diamond right there. That's a diamond. Triage it. Understand what a worry is. 
understand what a problem is and you would most definitely be fighting for your peace and your joy. And the last thing, the last what I want to discuss before we go into the why is going to be the process of your pain process. Oh, yeah. You know, I'm sorry. Let me word that. That you fight, that you don't waste any of your pain slash process. If you've lived for any significant amount of time, you have been through some things. And those things are brought along to teach you, to shape you, to mold you, to give you wisdom so you don't do certain things again because pain is the best teacher sometimes. But I fight for my ability to not waste any of that process. Because if I waste the wisdom gained from it, what ends up happening is I never grow from it. The purpose of pain is to cause growth. The greater your growth, the greater your pain. But the greater your pain, the greater your growth. They go hand in hand. But the greater your growth, the greater your purpose. And we're going to get into that when we get into the why. Because that pain, look, you have to make sure none of it is wasted. And I will tell you, one of my prayers for myself and for you guys is you always hear me talking when you're picking up this podcast, you're picking up pieces and picking up power. One of my prayers is that you don't waste none of your pain. And you're always picking up pieces and picking up purpose. So that's your why's. The next, I mean, that's your what? I'm sorry. The next thing is your why. Very simple. Worth fighting for, your why is your purpose. Because your peace, your joy, in your process, is all connected to your purpose. Because you have been put here to do a specific job that nobody else can do. And you must understand that no matter what you think is going to take you out, you fight because your purpose is bigger. You fight because you realize that if I'm getting attacked, I'm getting under pressure from a source that's not of light. And I'm trying to keep it neutral for you guys that don't believe in God. But for us, we say it's the enemy, the little D, little G, the devil. I don't give him the time of day because I choose to believe he's already defeated. But he does exist in our lives one way or another, but I choose to believe that there's something greater, that my maker is greater, that the Christ I serve is greater. You believe what you want to, I'm still going to lay the saints, still going to pray for you because at the end of the day, we we, we all going to win as we come into the, into the uh, fold. But as I was saying, you fight for your purpose because if something is fighting you back, that's something that dark side, that enemy or the enemy in your head sometimes understands that wherever you're going later is going to do so much of work and so much of damage to the dark side. The best thing it can do is try to prevent you from getting there. Yep. So you tell me just on that little statement there, your purpose is not worth fighting for because guess what? It is. It's worth fighting for. Your purpose is your why. And it's worth fighting for. <laughs> And before I get into the last part, the last part is going to be obvious. But before I get to that, make sure whatever you do, you don't ever quit. Do not let anything cause you to give up on that thing you have all your hopes, your dreams, aspirations to. And understand you're in a fixed fight. Whatever you're dealing with, I'm praying for you, others are praying for you. And you're going to win. 
but you have to understand the fight is fixed. So what's the last part? The last part is the who. Have a who. Now, if you're a single person like me and you don't have a significant other and you have kids, your who probably is your kids. I could say who is my faith, you know, my belief in God. That's, that's what's holding me together, period. I can't make that my who. My who has to be something tangible here that I can see because sometimes your faith gets, you question your faith sometimes. So my who, for me, are my girls. It's there so many times you guys have, if you've been with me any, for a significant amount of time, you've heard me talk about so many times I've wanted to give up and I thought about my girls. And I thought about, I got to make it so they can see that this, this faith thing, I always talk about this belief in God, belief in Christ, the belief in myself, the belief in them, it's going to matter for something later. Or it's been all in vain. So I've taught them that this is why daddy fights. This is why daddy never quits. Because they need to see that. They're my who. They're my who. And when I meet the one that God has set aside for me for the last time, like I say all the time, you guys hear me over and over again. I have one real relationship, not one dating, but one relationship from dating and collecting data and meeting people. So I, somebody gets my attention that turns into intention, that turns into a relationship that hopefully turns to marriage. I got one left. One. When that person come along, they become part of my who. But right now, and then I become part of their who too. That's a whole nother conversation. Remember the intimacy, intimacy versus intimacy? Go back and check it out. When that person comes along, they become part of the who. Because you think about David had who's had family. If you go Bible, everybody had something worth fighting for. If I really keep it real, if we're going to go Bible, the reason that Jesus, the reason that God came down here for us in the flesh was because of his love for us. We were his who? A tangible human being that he died for to reach his purpose. Do you think when the human side of him was carrying that cross, he was like, oh, I'm just doing this because I'm God. No, he was tired. He felt everything we felt. But he thought about our love. So you think about it. I don't care what your belief is, whether you be Muslim, whatever you are. It's times you've been under attack so much where you thought about your loved ones. And you're like, you know what? I got to stick to what I believe in. That's all I'm saying. That's in a nutshell. Have your who. Because your who, and if you notice, I hadn't said nothing about money. I had nothing about success. I hadn't said nothing about carnal things. A materialistic things because those things could be here today and gone tomorrow. And if that's your what, why, or who, you're already dead. You're dead in, you're dead in the water. You have nothing worth fighting for because those things can be taken from you. The things I talk about fighting for, the what, the why, and the who are things that you would fight for or die for if somebody tried to take from you. That's worth fighting for. Whatever you're fighting for has to be something you're willing to really give your life for because it's that important. So what am I saying today? Like I said, it's going to be a short segment because I wanted y'all to get a, a teaser of T and I show. And we're going to talk about worth fighting for a little bit. But I want you guys to understand that this thing is bigger than us. This ability to change lives, this ability to pick up pieces and pick up power, this ability to share our stories so others don't have to go through, others don't have to live our stories. It's part of our Why? Support our purpose. Let's make it count. So what's my call to action? Before you start this week, tonight or in the morning, write down 
what you're fighting for, why you're fighting, and who. And your what is your peace, your joy, and no wasted pain. And elaborate on a piece of paper, what does that mean to you? Then write down what you think your purpose is. And if you don't have a purpose, pray for your purpose. I'll be praying for, I'll be praying for all of you guys that you get some revelation while you're here. And then know who you who are. Know who all you are fighting for. So with that being said, we're going to take, I'm going to close this segment. I'm a very brief conclusion. But next segment, you will hear the voice of myself, my baby girl, uh, and her stage name, Tolly B. And we're going to talk, give you guys a preview of what's to come in TNI, Chronicles of a Single Dad. Hope you enjoy it. And then I'm going to have a really brief conclusion at the end of that with her on. I'm not going to have another segment break. And um, and it's going to be fun. All right, I'm Miracles One. I'll be back in 36 seconds. All right, people, we're back. This is going to be our preview of TNI, Chronicles of a Single Dad. And I am Miracles One, and she is... Talia B. That is my the voice of my wonderful daughter, y'all. So let me give her a round of applause for her first time on the mic. The whole, the whole purpose of this show is for you guys to get a, a look into, a glimpse into what it's like for a single dad that's primary raising his daughter, um, you know, for his custody wise, percentage wise and stuff and the challenges that sometimes I face. And I imagine I might be able to give a voice to some of the, the moms too, that I probably bring on here one day that are raising a son primarily, whether the challenges might be, whether the father's not in their lives or make the father might have some challenges that, that causes, uh, the mother to have to spend more time in certain roles. So my first question, like I told y'all last in the last uh, segment that what my who was when it came to came to work fighting for. So I'm going to ask. So Talia, what do you think when daddy says we're fighting for? What does that mean to you when you think about things that he should be worth fighting for? What type of things? Now, y'all keep in mind before she answers. I haven't told her nothing. She has no paper. This is just lie. So what do you think that means when daddy says things worth fighting for? I think the word fighting for means like when you would give anything up for this person, place, or thing. Cool, cool. See, so that's what she thinks. So if I ask her, what is it? What what type of things you feel that are worth fighting for, even as a ten year old right now? It's just what you know, just about life as you've been living your your long ten years. <laughs> I would fight for. My dad's family, my mom's family, my teachers and friends at school or friends okay. in general. You know what? Great things. Great things to fight for. See, here's what's so crazy. You got you have a 10-year-old. And I don't take credit for none of this. I take, you know, yes, I'm raising her. 
Yes, I pray with her every night and all that stuff, but she already understands some of the things we should be fighting for. She did not hear none of the last episode and everything she just said were things that you cannot buy, but she tells us we're fighting for. And I think that's, that it is amazing. And you know, we have a thing that says out of the mouth of a of child, of a babe or a young kid, you've been amazed with things they say in our faith circle. But, you know, the thing is, I like about this journey her and I about to go on. I just wanted to touch on we're fighting for is we get to talk about real things. So I'm going to ask Tal your question. It's loaded. I don't know what her answer is going to be, but this is her over the last four years since, you know, we've been in this, this walk and me raising her solo. Um, her mother is around, you know, so I don't remember. I think she's not around. Um, but, um, I have a lot of responsibilities that are unusual sometimes for a, for a single dad. So tell you what, what type of challenges you think daddy has had trying to raise a little girl? And there is no wrong answer to this. Y'all in trouble. I just put myself out there. All right, Talia. <laughs> um, one thing that is hard for you is my hair. Cause I have like natural curly hair. Um, I would say when you try to do my hair, you try your hardest, but sometimes you don't do it as well as others. I can put it that way. And another thing is hmm, when I want to do, I want to talk about girly stuff or something. I don't get the chance from here, but I can talk about other things like how I feel with you. Maybe not girly stuff, but how I feel. Yes, I can. You know, that's a very good point, Tal, you made, because I didn't know that. I know. I thought we talked about everything, but, you know, you have to understand, it's just certain things that, as a as a growing little girl, she's coming to her teenage years and starting to come to puberty, that she might not feel comfortable talking to me about. And I try to create as safe of a place as I can, but, again, it's just something she she does not feel comfortable. And that is okay for it's okay for you to feel like that. I'm not, I don't feel no type of way about her feeling like that. What it does, it teaches me to try to be more, even more soft than I already am. That's unnatural for a man. And I can imagine that if you had a grown little boy, you know, him trying to, he might be going to that, that stage where he have young man stuff. He want to talk to his dad about, but you're the, you know, primary customer or whatever reason you're more in a, that role where you have their ear more or they have your ear more and just some things they can't say. So I think that is a very, very valid point. Now, what I will say, I'm going to put myself out there right in front of all of you guys, um, even though she might can't talk to me much, but when it comes to clothes, how do you feel about your dad able to pick clothes out for you and what's cute and what's not? He actually does have a good style when it comes to clothes. Like, when I want, when I want like this type of dress, he's like, oh, I know what to get. And then he gets me a dress and I'm like, oh my gosh, I love it. So he actually has a good style when it comes to clothes for me. See, come on, because you know, how about I give myself a round of applause? All right, yes. But no, that 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 means a lot to me. Um, I'm learning. This is a learning process uh, for both of us, and I I will tell you one thing. She's taught me, man. Um, she's made me a better listener. You know, I can tell you. I'm, I'm gonna see if she has said. Sometimes she'll be talking. And I started talking too soon. What do you usually say when daddy started talking too soon? You never what? You need to what? You say you need to listen. What do you, what do you used to tell me? I will not finish. What do you used to say to me if I get to talking too fast and you hadn't finished saying your, your, your statement? Actually. Are you saying like, daddy, oh, you didn't let me finish or something like oh, that? Oh, yeah. I'm like, dad, I'll let me finish. I didn't finish talking. 
And then what I have to realize is as an adult, and sometimes as a man, we so want to just take charge and say, okay, I have the answer. I have the answer. And we do that in our real relationships with opposite sex. So when you have a, a daughter and you realize, hold up, if I'm doing it to her, I could be doing it to the people I've date, I'm dating or have dated. And so she's taught me how to be a better listener because I don't never want her voice to be silent. I don't ever want her to feel that she can't express herself because I teach her always speak your truth. Do not hold your emotions in. So do you feel like I do a good job? I'm getting better and letting you speak, you know, how you feel? Yes, actually, because most of the time um, you have been getting better at not talking while I'm talking. Because sometimes when I'm trying to say something, you you sometimes interrupt and then I'm like, no way, I was going to say. And then I say something and you're like, oh, sorry, I interrupted you. But now you have been getting better at talking I meant listening before you speak. And see, I think that's very important, y'all. That what she just said, you know, as parents uh, and as dads raising a girl, we're teaching them that they're, and even women raising a son, you teach them to listen to you. She's teaching me to listen to her. And we're teaching them, I'm teaching my daughter that a man should allow her to speak her feelings, you know, that she shouldn't be quiet for no reason. And if a man doesn't allow her to speak her feelings, I'm telling her, you know, that's not the right man for you. Because... As for me, she you know I models. I try to model my 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 ideals of father as a man after God, and God has always listened to us, even though we don't listen to Him that much. But that's what that's what love is, and I try to you know make sure I show that. Um, I try to show my daughter what a gentleman is. Matter of fact, I'm going to put myself on the spot. I'm going to ask her to name three to five things that gentlemen supposed to do because she learned it from me. And again, this was not scripted, y'all. We have no notes. I just threw this question out there. So I just put myself on front street, on front street. I said, like Charlemagne to God, front street. What's five things, three to five things that daddy taught you that when you get older, men should do for you when they take you out on a date or whatever. They should always hold the door for you when you come out of a place or in a place. And they should open the door to, to the car when, when a girl wants to get in there or a woman. And... That's two. I know you got three. You got at least two more. They, that. What about the straw? What happens with the straw at the table? At the dinner oh, table? the man has to always open the straw for you before. You, so open the straw for you because so, the girl doesn't always have to do it. Doesn't always do it. And what about when you sit at the table? What about the chair? What does she do with the chair? The man always has to open the Pull the chair out for the lady to sit. In. Okay, that's four things. Now, I could get her one more. She might remember this. When you're walking up the stairs, where does the man be at? Is he in front of you or behind you? Behind you. Right. Because you, you could trip backwards. You can't trip forward. Oh, give my daughter a random applause. <laughs> T and I, baby. T and I Chronicles. And look, y'all, we just wanted to give y'all a sample a test run. This was on the fly. We didn't plan it. This is what's coming. We're going to start doing the episode every other week, starting not this upcoming week, but the weekend after. We have a subject matter that Dave was really on the fly. I want to test our chemistry and get y'all a test. I hope y'all enjoyed the whole episode we're fighting for. Um, as y'all can see, I have my baby girl. What's your name again? I forgot your name. What's your name? Talia B. Okay. Talia B. I'm messing with her uh, with me this episode. One of my worth fighting for. And who knows, once I figure out this remote thing, I might can get my oldest daughter. And he made my favorite daughter. Uh... Autumn and Lexi on episode of the TNI Chronicles one time, but it's coming. It's coming soon. Um, like I say, you know, 
worth fighting for is your what, your why, and your who. And whatever you do, don't give up. Tell you anything you want to say to people before we go about why they should never quit on their purpose, their dreams, and whatever God has for them? Uh, you should never quit on your dreams because one day you could, for example, you could, you may be dreaming about being a fashion designer and you should never quit on that dream, practice on a doll or something. And, yeah. That's awesome. See, I already know. All right, people, as we always say, number one, thank you so much for the big S, which is uh, support through sharing, subscribing. Uh, you want to sow seeds, you know, it's ways to do that as well. Also, uh, like we say, when you pick up this podcast, you're picking up peace and you're picking up power. If you're going to go through it, you might as well grow through it. Iron Miracles one, and she is Taya B. And we are out until the T and I, Chronicle of Single Dad, in a couple of weeks. I'll see you guys next weekend for a regular episode. Peace.